Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Do you feel like you keep dating people who won't commit and you've struggled in your dating life? You've gone through all these breakups, or maybe you've even struggled to consistently date and stay in the dating game. And you are actually the one who struggles to commit and let your walls down. I know how exhausting this can be when you have this desire on your heart that you really want that partner, that best friend, that person to build a life with, and yet your dating life is just going nowhere and you can't seem to find a person to build a healthy relationship with. I just know how frustrating that is. And I was able to take everything I know from clinical psychology and attachment theory research and NLP belief work and build a program that can help you no matter what your past has been, even if you've never had a healthy relationship before in your life, this program will help you become the securely attached, healthy, high self-worth version of you who effortlessly attracts that partner that you've always wanted. So spots are really limited. We can only take a small amount of people every month. And I want to invite you to not wait on your healing. Love is for those who are willing to be brave and do the work And you are so deserving of removing the barriers to everything you desire. So I just want to invite you, apply to the Empowered, Secure, Loved program. You get coaching with me and you will be able to embody that version of you that you deserve. And spots, once again, are super limited. So make sure you apply. You can find the link in my Instagram bio. My Instagram handles Dr. Morgan Coaching, and the link will also be in the show notes. I'm so excited for you to embody that healthy, securely attached version of you. You are so worthy of it. It's your host, Dr. Morgan. Today's episode is going to be super helpful to you if you are ready for a wonderful relationship. If you're ready to bring in that person that's your best friend, your life partner, somebody that you could grow old with, somebody that you could adventure with, someone who is a support, securely attached object in your life. I mean, I could go on and on, right? Like if you are wanting the real deal and you're wanting commitment, and you're wanting to find your person, this episode will help you. And I just want to shout out 
anyone who has been through a terrible heartbreak, maybe recently you went through something really challenging where you thought you were with the love of your life, you thought everything was going to work out, you were like, oh, finally, this is the one. And then the rug got pulled out from underneath you. And I want you to know I've been there myself. I know how painful that is. And I want to acknowledge you in your bravery for saying, I've been through pain, but I'm keeping my heart open. Do you know how radically brave that is when you say, yes, I've been through pain and I'm still keeping my heart open? And not only am I keeping my heart open, I am learning, I am growing, and I am elevating myself to the next level of my life where I can attract the kind of relationship that grows with me, the kind of relationship that grows with me that is worth investing into. All of the best things in life are long-term games, right? Like they're long-term plays. When when you think about the relationships, your health, financial, compounding interest, etc., across all areas of life, the things that give us the most rewards and that reap the benefits are the things that we can show up for for a long, long time. So that's the kind of relationship I want to support you in bringing into your life. And I know that in order to bring in that long-term relationship that grows with you, that's a support system, that's securely attached, that's passionate, that's fun, that's easy, in order to bring that in, you need to have the right foundation. And you also need some help knowing what to look for. And that's what I'm going to help you with in this episode. This has been highly requested Uh, I talk about this a lot with people inside of the Empowered, Secure, Loved program, but I want to just give you a framework on what what can you look for? What What are the things that I would be evaluating if you came to me and said, hey, I have this new relationship. I think it's going well, right? What are the things that I would want to know? I'm going to help you with that today. So get excited. Before we dive into it, I also just want to shout out Anyone who's been through divorce, I give I get to work with so many people who have, I know so many people who have personally, I just can't even put into words the inspiration that it is when I see people rebuilding their lives and getting back to their happiness after divorce. Because... There can be so many factors and everyone's experience is different, but you are essentially breaking free from everything that was comfortable, everything that you thought you knew, all the way that you thought your life was going to go, right? And you're breaking free from it and you're starting fresh. When I was in Nashville with my Aunt Peggy um, for her 70th birthday, we went to the Grand Old Opry. Have any of y'all ever been to the Grand Old Opry? Anyways, we went and there was this really special guest singer and her name is Kimberly Perry. You might have remember her from the song If I Die Young. 
but she has new music out and I just want to shout her out. Um, the song that she performed live, it's so stuck with me and it made me think of anyone who's going through a breakup or anyone who's going through a divorce. And the song is called Burn the House Down. And it's all about sometimes you do have to burn it down to the ashes in order to rise again. So any of you who are in the ashes of your life or who have been through a divorce and still haven't found yourself yet, I see you and you're so brave. And here's what I want you to know. You deserve to rebuild the foundation of your life and the foundation of your relationships. You deserve to rebuild it intentionally so that you can support yourself in bringing in what you really want and what you really deserve right? So I see you. I'm proud of you. You're incredibly brave. You're a warrior. And I'm so glad that you're doing this work. And go listen to that house. There to that house. Go listen to that song by Kimberly Perry. If you need it. Okay. Burn the house down. Have a little dance party. (laughs) Maybe you burn some letters that you write to your ex, but realize it's never too late to get the life that you want. It's never too late. I have seen it so many times. I've been really fortunate to help people later on in their lives, 60s, even 70s. Um, and I've seen it all. And I just know it's it's never too late. Okay. All right. With that, I want to transition into how the heck do you evaluate your roster? Some of you may have never heard this term, but if you're dating in the modern world, and it's, let's face it, it's different. It is different than it was 10 years ago. It's incredibly different than it was 20 years ago. The modern landscape of dating is filled with options, no matter where you live, because you can always get online. You could always get on match.com or eHarmony or any of these websites, and you could be connected to hundreds of people instantly, right? There are so many options in the modern world that it can become overwhelming. So I want to give you three criteria that will help you just narrow it down. Because a lot of you know, if you've been listening to the podcast, I am all about you intentionally investing your energy I want you making good relationship investments. And I want you coming at building a relationship as if you are a love scientist. And there are parameters. There are things that we can use that will support you in having discernment. And if you're like me, you probably have spent some of your life not having parameters and Potentially, if you're an empath or a highly sensitive person, maybe even some anxious attachment or disorganized attachment, you may have found yourself, even avoidant attachment, you may have found yourself just investing in people that later on you realize did not deserve your emotional investment. So I want to help you 
get closer to the securely attached version of you that is the intelligent investor, the intelligent and intentional investor into your relationship so that you are empowered as you're in your dating life. Okay. You deserve to be empowered. There's a reason why the Empower Secure Love Program starts with empowerment because you need to be empowered in making your relationship decisions. Disempowerment leads to bad relationships. And I'm not about that for any of you. So let's jump into it. There's three things I want you to think about when you're evaluating your roster, right? You're looking at all these options. You're looking at all the people that you could have relationships with. Um, a little disclaimer before I get into it. You guys are like, just get into it. Come on, we're waiting. Give us the three things. <laughs> a little disclaimer is if you've been in a situationship with this person, if you have the evidence that, okay, this is not going anywhere. I've known this person. We've had maybe connections off and on for six months or a year or years. Okay. If you have the evidence that this person is not it, they're not going to put in the effort to have a relationship with me. I want you to consider just taking them off the roster, but you can still evaluate them with this criteria if you need to. Okay. So that's my little disclaimer. We are not about situationships. When we are serious about bringing in a long-term relationship, believe what people have told you. Believe what people's behaviors and actions and words. When someone shows you who they are, believe them, okay? (laughs) And I'm saying this to you because that's exactly what 25-year-old me needed to hear. Okay. I'm like, I totally was horrible at that. So I have compassion for you, but I just want you to know, no matter what story your brain's telling you, no matter what fantasy outcome you've come up with where they quote unquote, get their shit together and become emotionally available and want a great relationship with you because finally they see how amazing you are. If that's you, just know you are in a fantasy land and you need to come back to reality. I told you all this is tough love, Dr. Morgan. I'm not holding back anymore. I've given you exactly what you need to hear. So if you have a fantasy about, oh, you know, once once this happens or gosh, maybe once they get settled in their job or once we live in the same town or once they get done with the divorce that they're in and the separation, then we'll be together. No, no, no. Believe who they are, when they show you who they are, believe them like you have the evidence. Okay. Done with that rant. Let's go. The three things we're getting into it. The three things I want you to think about. These are the things I think about. Number one is capacity. And you've heard me talk about this in terms of the plastic plants The plastic plant metaphor, in case you're new to the podcast, is if someone is a plastic plant, they will always be a plastic plant. No matter how much energy, aka water, you give to a plastic plant, it cannot grow. So some of you are in plastic plant relationships and you're trying to make it grow and you're giving all your energy, but the person does not have capacity, meaning they don't have the energy They don't have the emotional 
availability. Maybe they're lacking the emotional intelligence. Whatever it is, they simply do not have it in them to grow a relationship with you. And this can have absolutely nothing to do with you. It's simply their inability to grow. A plastic plant is a plastic plant. So number one thing I look at is capacity. Does this person even want a relationship? Do you know how much pain we can save ourselves if when we look at our options, we say, does this person want a relationship? Did they tell you, yes, I would love to build a relationship. I'm so excited. I'm in this wonderful season of my life where I'm ready for a relationship. Did they tell you that or did they say, you know, I'm just kind of having fun. I'm just seeing what's out there. I just I just got out of something, so I don't want anything serious. Remember, believe people, right? Like when they tell you what they want, believe them. So capacity, that's the first thing. And a lot of people get weeded out just by that. So take that factor really, really seriously. Okay, number two factor I look at. This is so important. This is how you build the foundation of a relationship. The number two factor is attachment styles. And this is your attachment style, their attachment style, and the attachment dynamic of the relationship. So three different things to look at. Your attachment style, their attachment style, and the attachment dynamic of the relationship. Because... You can have someone who's anxiously attached and someone who's avoidantly attached. And if they both agree to work on the relationship, they can co-create a secure attachment. And that will vary greatly. And that will depend on how much awareness they each have. And if both of them are individually working towards becoming more securely attached, there's, there's so many factors there. Um, but if you cannot create secure attachment, in your relationship dynamic, this will be a very painful relationship. I was on the We Met at We Met at Acme podcast with Lindsay. She's awesome. And she was talking about the story of a friend of hers who's married for years and still to this day worries when her husband goes off on like a bachelor party or something like that for the weekend. That is not the kind of dynamic that we want to create in a long-term partnership. You need to be able to build securely attached connection. If you cannot, the relationship's set up to fail. I'll tell you why. Being in anxious avoidant dynamics or insecure relationship dynamics is not sustainable. It drains you. It wears you out. It distracts you from your bigger purpose in the world of whatever it is you're put on this planet to do. And sometimes that looks like career. Sometimes that looks like um, giving in your community, being present for your family members, your other family members. I mean, having an insecure relationship dynamic will totally drain you. And maybe, maybe it's you. <laughs> Once again, the tough love. <laughs> Maybe you have a really secure partner and you simply have not healed your anxious attachment and you are working on your stuff from your childhood and you're bringing it into your marriage and you're 10 years in your marriage and you are still anxiously attached. 
And if that's the case, then you do owe it to yourself to do the work to create secure attachment. So this is why I look at attachment after capacity. You need capacity to be able to build a secure attachment. And then both people have to want to build secure attachment. And a lot of times people don't even know these terms. It's not like I expect the average person to be an attachment theory expert, but they're either doing it in their relationships or they're not. They're either validating their partner, offering reassurance, being supportive, being attuned to one another, showing up for one another, putting in work to build the connection, right? You're either doing those things or you're not, right? And an anxious avoidant dynamic or a secure anxious or a secure avoidant, those dynamics can work for a period of time, but it's really challenging to have a long-term connection with that kind of dynamic. That's the truth. So that was the second factor. And I could spend a whole hour continuing to nerd out on that factor, but I want to give you number three because I don't talk about this one as much because here's the real truth. A lot of people don't get the first two pieces right. So a lot of people aren't even getting to this third factor. So congratulations. It's like a video game. If you've made it to level three, you're doing great. Okay. And this is a lot of you who come to the uh, Empowered Secure Love Program and you're doing the work and you're learning how to embody the securely attached version of you. And then you're attracted to new kinds of people and you're getting number one and number two down. And then you're on number three. And this is where a lot of times people come to me and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm securely attached, but, but what about this? And I get to say, congrats, you are looking at the compatibility factor. And what's fascinating to me is most people when they're dating, they love to jump to this step. They are straight on compatibility and they'll call their girlfriends and they'll talk for three hours about whether or not they're compatible when they don't even know if the person has capacity for a relationship or if they could build a securely attached connection. Like you need to know those things first. So compatibility what is compatibility? So compatibility includes so many things, right? And it is so individual because compatibility is based on values, preferences, lifestyle, physical attraction. There's so many pieces that make up compatibility. And I think people get it wrong when they think all of your hobbies have to be the same. That is not the case. In fact, that's pretty worrisome, right? You do need hobbies that are different. I think a lot of times we're best off if when we're starting to look at compatibility, we look at values and we look at lifestyle. So values can be a whole, whole list, right? Um, examples include faith, maybe your religion, family, is family a big priority, travel, exploration, career, building financial independence. Um, I'm 
like listing, oh, health and fitness, of course, right? Health is a value. So notice how these values really shape how you spend your time, right? And if you have someone who values family and faith, we'll just go with those two. And then you have someone else who their top values are travel and new experiences, notice how those values might be in conflict, right? You have people who probably want to spend their time differently. And it's not that it's impossible. You could have a securely attached connection and you could have a ton of capacity. Both people want a relationship, but the values is going to cause them to feel like they have to give up parts of themselves to be with the other person. So this is why values and alignment is really helpful because um, you want to be able to maintain your individual identities and spend time that aligns, time where you're both um, getting fulfillment and you're in alignment with your values because they're similar. So I think another thing to think about with compatibility is lifestyle. I love this one. I think this is overlooked. It's in my mind, lifestyle is so many factors. What kind of what kind of house do you want to have? Where do you want to live? That's a big one. Do you are you are you like me and you want some land? You want five acres and middle of nowhere and peace and quiet? Or do you want to be in New York City or LA? Like lifestyle does matter, right? What kind of life do you want? Another lifestyle factor is children. Children have a huge impact on how you live your life. Do you both want children? Um, lifestyle. This is so silly. And, and once again, this is all about how, how important each thing is to you. Um, another lifestyle factor would be like, what do you, what do you like to eat? How do you like to eat? Do you like to cook at home? Are you a, I, you know, need to go out and experience food and I'm a foodie and I always dine out. These are all lifestyle factors and none of these are deal breakers. However, it depends how important it is to you. So for example, and I want to do a whole episode on this, but let's say one of you wants children and the other one is not sure. If the person who really, really wants children, if that's like, that is an absolute 100% for sure thing. And then you have someone who's kind of wishy-washy. I don't know, maybe, maybe. You have to gauge, is there any flexibility? Is there any room for compromise? Do those things. Can, can it match up, right? Can we kind of meet in the middle and match up? And sometimes the answer is going to be yes. And sometimes it's going to be no. And sometimes it's going to be, we'll have to wait and see. Um, so compatibility, what I love about compatibility is you're getting to know each other as individuals, which takes time, does take time. And since you have capacity and you have secure attachment, you can navigate these conversations about compatibility really well, right? And obviously, you're you're getting to know someone as soon as you meet them. So compatibility factors are obviously being considered from the beginning. And 
I think people make the mistake of taking them very, very seriously in the beginning, whereas you should be focusing on capacity and secure attachment because with capacity and secure attachment, compatibility is so much easier to work through and things that maybe you thought were really important are actually not as important when you have secure attachment and the capacity and both of you want to build a relationship. So that's why I think, yes, compatibility, you're looking at it from the beginning, but it's less of a focus until after you've determined some of the more important factors, capacity, secure attachment. And I think, I think as long as you have a couple of values in alignment, like for example, my partner and I, both of us love our families dearly. We both always support each other in connecting with our families, spending time with our families. We know that's a huge value for both of us. And we also are in alignment with having a family of our own, right? Like those things are really, really important to me and really important to him. And we're in alignment there. Now, one value we're not in alignment with is travel. I, you guys know this about me. I'm always, I'm going places. I love to travel. I love new experiences. I love meeting new people. I love being in new places. I would go to Europe once a year if I had the time. Um, I love travel, right? And my partner, not so much. He's like, let me go to the river that I know and go fishing. That's his, that's his ideal way to spend free time. So we work on that though. And we compromise and there's trips that we take together. And then there's things I go do by myself and he supports me in it. So I think you have to look at what are your most important values and can you be in alignment on those? And once again, if you have secure attachment and you have capacity, compatibility has a much better chance of working itself out. And there have been times where I was in a securely attached relationship and the values were just not enough in alignment. And those were great relationships and they were not compatible. So once again, once you're getting past level one, level two, you make it to level three, dating becomes more fun because it is more about compatibility, not about the foundational emotional safety. Okay, let's review what I've talked about. For all of you who are dating, maybe you're rebuilding after a breakup or a divorce, you're evaluating your roster in this modern dating landscape that we're in. These are the three things I want you to think about. Capacity, number one. Attachment style, both your attachment style, your partner's attachment style, and the attachment dynamic of the relationship, aka can you co-create secure attachment? That's number two. And then number three is compatibility. And once again, that was about values, lifestyle, physical attraction, all these factors that make spending time with someone and sharing your life with someone easier and in alignment. Okay. 
I hope this episode was really, really helpful for you. Obviously, if you need some help and you need to go deeper on this and you're tired of just waiting for that relationship to come to you and you know that you want to rebuild your foundation so that you can bring in that long-term partnership and that you feel really empowered and good and you trust yourself in your dating life and you know that you're showing up as the version of you um, that brings in that person. I always have people think about, would you date you? right? Would you be excited to date you? And when you can get to that place and you know you're showing up, you can communicate well, you can set boundaries, you're showing up securely attached, you're a great partner. Guess what? Dating's really easy. <laughs> Bringing in your person's really easy. And if you if you need some help getting there, I've got you covered. Make sure you apply to the Empowered Secure loved relationship program. We do have some spots open in June. We'd love to have you and support you and welcome you into the community and just give you everything that you need to become securely attached. So the application link is in the show notes, also in my Instagram bio at Dr. Morgan Coaching. I hope you really got a lot out of this episode. Um, I know I love these kinds of episodes where it's actionable and there's a framework. So take this framework. I know it's going to help you. And of course, of course, I am wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. I'll talk with you soon. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram, Facebook, and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce. And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.